Hello everybody, glad you could join me for episode number five. Today I'd like to start by sharing some words of wisdom before we begin the podcast to set the precedent for future episodes. Today's words of wisdom come from the one and only Stephen R. Covey, the author of many books including The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. In this book he says, quote, People are very tender, very sensitive inside. I don't believe age or experience makes much difference. Inside, even within the most toughened and callous exteriors, are the tender feelings and emotions of the heart. End quote. Remember that when you're interacting with others. And speaking of interacting with others, today we have two guests with us, Pam Klein and Khalees Hurst, who are the co-owners of the company Steeping Wellness. In this episode, Pam and Khalees reveal what Steeping Wellness is, how they got started, and the services they provide. Later on, we discuss how an individual, a school, or a district can request and benefit from the services of Steeping Wellness. And as always, we close out with some rapid-fire questions. I hope you enjoy this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it. See you on the other side. Here we go. Hey everyone, today I'm joined by two beautiful ladies, Khalees Hurst and Pamela Klein, who are doing some beautiful and much needed work. Khalees Hurst was a health and PE teacher for her school district, then transitioned to a wellness coordinator. From there, she partnered with Pam Klein, who was not only a health and PE teacher herself, but also an active school coordinator. Together, they started the company Steeping Wellness LLC, where they provide health services for staff members of their school districts and beyond. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome and thank you both, Khalees and Pan, for joining me today. Thanks for Hi. having us, Henry. Hello. Hello. Well, it, it didn't take much for us to get together, but boy, am I happy that we met. <laughs> Same. Yes, of course. So let's just jump right in. Why don't we first start by you both telling us about yourselves? So uh, maybe Khalees, you want to start us off and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I live outside of Madison, Wisconsin, and I have three kids, um, a fourth grade girl and then boy girl twins who are in first grade. And um, as far as things that I like to do, really anything outside with my family, with my kids and my dog and my partner, um, just being out and being active, connecting to nature is really big for us. And then it seems cliche, but I love to work. I love my job. I love steeping wellness and what I do. I'm just so passionate about it. It's truly a gift to be able to do what I do. Yeah, well, this, that's what's going to be fun about that is in this episode, you'll get to tell us all about it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> and what about yourself, Pam? Uh, so I grew up in Janesville, um, which is about 45 minutes from Madison. And I went to school at UW-La Crosse, graduated with a degree in exercise and sports science, which was a really fancy, flashy name for a FIAD teacher <laughs> and health educator. Um, I currently live in Madison right now with my husband. And I'm really passionate, just like Khalees about helping others and bringing wellness to them. Uh, but personally, I enjoy fishing, um, pickleball, racquetball, golf. And then another thing I like to do is just spend time, you know, volunteering for my community. So I serve on um, a few different boards in Dane County, the Rape Crisis Center, uh, 100 plus women who care Madison, a Lake Association board. So underlying all of 
kind of what I do is giving back. So now that we know a little bit about yourselves, what is it that got you into education in the first place? You know, education found me. Um, I grew up working at our local YMCA in the capacity of, you know, coaching and working summer camps. And uh, so when I went to college, somehow I accidentally was placed in an upper level education course. And um, within a few weeks time, the professor kind of pulled me aside and she's like, you know, you really have this unique skill set of being creative and also kind of leading and teaching beyond some of my fifth year seniors. And, and I was kind of taken back. I had no idea, you know, that I could use that and also um, educate others. And so I found myself applying for and being accepted into the education program. And uh, the rest is history. Ms. Hurst? So I didn't really think about teaching either. I was actually going to go to college for sports medicine, but I ended up taking needing to fill a class as freshmen often do and just by some chance took intro to health education and I completely loved it. I had incredible professors and I fell in love with the idea of teaching and helping others and just being a resource for students. Um, someone that they could go to, especially with health education. There's so many topics there, especially around sexual health, that it's hard for kids to ask those questions and to get that support at home and from people that they trust. So um, I just, I, my passion grew for education and pretty soon I wasn't thinking about sports med anymore. And it was just, what is my next step as a teacher? Wow, that's great. Now, I almost forgot to ask you this question, but how, how could I? How did the two of you meet? Mm. So we have a, a statewide association that's called Wisconsin Health and Physical Education. And the CEO of that group right now, he's about to retire, but Keith Bakken is an amazing human being. And he had worked with both Pam and I individually and one day said, you guys have to get together. So we all met up for a drink in, in the town that I live right now. And that was four years ago now. And it, honestly, it was like magic. Pam and I just clicked right away. And the rest really is history. But we work together so well because we balance each other. And we listen to each other. And we just have this understanding that no matter what each other says, we don't take it personally. We take it as an opportunity to, to shift and, and grow together. So um, this partnership in this business has been really awesome. But Pam usually comes up with ideas. And I tell her, that's fantastic. Write it down. Let's stay focused on what we're doing right now. <laughs> and that's why I have Pam, too, is because she's such a, a creative person. And that's why she was really a, a great member for WHPE to have also. So, yeah, that's our story, our love story. <laughs> you know, I think, too, for Kalise and I, you know, every once in a while, you know, I've said one other time before, kind of life gifts you with a friend and somebody that you share a brain with. And the fact that not only we have an underlying understanding and um, friendship, we're both insanely passionate about giving back and helping other educators be the best that they can be. And I think that's a really unique thing. You know, we're all, we all want the best for everybody, but Kalisa and I are both willing to do the extra things and the necessary things and the creative things to let teachers know that 
you know, that they're cared for and we want to be their advocates. We both share that passion of advocacy for educators. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I also know that the, the services you provide through Steepness LLC, which we'll talk about in just a second, is not only a service for teachers, am I right? Like you're also providing services for anyone who's pretty much working within education. Yes. So um, like you said, it's so often we say educators and when we think educators, we think teachers, but educators are so much more than teachers. We are educators who are in our classrooms every day. They, they do some of the toughest work there is, but also extending outside of that, you know, our custodial staff, our maintenance staff, they're all helping make everything work. And I see them working with students and developing relationships all the time also. Um, it also goes as far as people that we don't think about often, like bus drivers. The bus drivers are the first and last face of our district that our students see. And I don't think anyone needs more care than a bus driver driving with how many screaming kids down, yeah. the, down the road. I mean, um, that is tough work. So we really have um, made it very intentional that our focus is not just on the teachers, but everyone within a school system that needs support. You know, I'm thinking of a story in my district. I've spent 20 years teaching for the Deerfield Community School District. And every year our student body dedicates the yearbook to somebody. And just two years ago, the yearbook was dedicated to one of our lunchroom staff members. And that's the person that the kids see every day. You know, I mean, lunch is a highlight for most students, right? It's, they ask that question 10 times a day. What's for lunch? Yeah. I finally, I finally <laughs> just said every day chicken nuggets. And they were like, really? And I'm like, no, but I'm tired of answering it. <laughs> but I think how special is that, that the students, you know, had that relationship and friendship with our student lunch lady that they dedicated their yearbook to her. I mean, that shows right there how important they are. And they're, they're seeing, you know, the tough things that kids are going through. So they also need to be taken care of as well because they can take on some of that stress and trauma too. So why don't we start talking about what sleeping wellness is and maybe we'll have Pam, we'll have you start us off this time. What, what, what is sleeping wellness? Steeping Wellness, our goal is to infuse wellness opportunities into school districts. The districts that we work with, they're all in different places right now. Some of them, they have, you know, they're not even, they don't have wellness policies in place. And then some of them, you know, they have a wellness policy, but they're not really sure how to deliver it or make it happen or do that consistency or consistently. And so I think for Kalisa and I, what's really unique about our work is that we can personalize it and cater it to different districts based on their needs. You know, our overall goal right now and our focus is to bring wellness opportunities to educators and support them and let them know that we're going to advocate for them and encourage the administration to give them permission to take care of themselves. Uh, steeping wellness, we might um, create those opportunities and oversee some of those professional development days and put those together because administrators are busy. You know, they, they have a lot on their plates and, you know, things are changing. And so I think what's really nice about the work that we're doing is we can say, hey, we got this, you know, we can put those, um, those days together. Um, you know, our goal is to reach beyond the educators too, because Kalisa always says, you know, if you take care of those teachers, it's going to transfer and they're going to be in a better place and they're going to 
feel better about the work that they're doing and be able to care for their students better as well. I think the one thing that I want to stress with and add to what Pam said is it's about the opportunities. Nothing that we offer is ever going to be perfect for everyone. There's still going to be a lot of people who think self-care, I don't need that. Meditation, I don't need that. Like I'm not a hippie. And that's totally cool because we're not going to reach everyone. We offer a ton of different opportunities and people plug in and figure out what works best for them. And that's our goal. That being said, there's going to be times that it doesn't work for everyone, but for us, it's about offering the opportunity. It's the invitation to participate when you are ready. One of the things I love that Calise has said to districts, we're lucky enough that they've invited us in to talk and meet with their, uh, with their faculty before, you know, we begin work with them and Calise will say, Hey, there's don't should on yourself, right? Like, the things that we're offering you, if it works, have at it, right? But don't feel guilty about not reading our newsletter, you know, or not, <laughs> like, not liking our post. I mean, you know, it's it's about what what works for you. And, you know, it's it's funny because when we started, we would go into a room and people would say, oh my gosh, quick, put the donuts away. Pam and Khalees are here. And we're like... <laughs> And I'm rolling in with my 20 ounce Coca-Cola. Like we're, we're about, if that's what you need to take care of yourself, ha- do it. And, and we're saying that is okay. You know? So that's, that's also what I love too. It's, you don't have to have to do everything that we offer. It's just, Hey, if, if this fits and it connects with you and you feel it, we're, we're super excited about it. So I wanted to ask you about these services that you provide. You, you, you mentioned like uh, we're providing these, these services. So what, what kind of services is Sleeping Wellness providing? So there are a lot of different services that, that we offer and everything is customized to a district and where are they at? What do they need? A lot of what we're trying to do and in this last year, what we've noticed has made the biggest difference is instead of coming in and teaching them how to do it right off the bat, coming in and doing it for them. And once they start to figure out what works for them, once the culture starts to shift because they have these opportunities in place, then we're seeing that champions are rising. People like Pam and myself who have passion for this, they're coming to the forefront and saying, what else can I do? Or I have these ideas. And then it becomes a shift so that they can take it on. And then there's also some districts that don't have that. There's uh, one district that we work with, actually Colleen Goods District, is one building for an entire district their teachers, their educators, everyone wears multiple hats. And when we went in and we said, hey, we can do this for you, we can take it off your plate, all of the principals and administrators we talked to, it was, you visually you could see their shoulders just relax, like not another thing for me to do. So I think the biggest service that we provide, not necessarily a menu of services, but the biggest thing that we do is bring it to districts who cannot do it for themselves. They're just not there right now. Um, As far as things that we actually provide learning opportunities, so professional development in self-care for educators, we help organize professional on professional development days. One of the things that we encourage districts to do is start their day with one to three hours of wellness opportunities for their staff to to participate in. Anything from biking, hey, bring in your bikes today, we're all gonna go for a road bike, or we're gonna do some yoga together, we're gonna do a 5K, we're gonna learn about mindfulness, we're gonna learn about financial well-being and how to create a budget. 
all of these different things that we can talk about to help support the educators. Pam also mentioned we can help with writing policy and getting that to go, forming committees. There are a lot of things that we're, we're doing, but I think the biggest thing is those professional development days are making the biggest difference, along with just our monthly support through newsletters and challenges and ways just to keep people active and engaged in their well-being. Over this past couple weeks, even with the COVID-19 pandemic going on, we've seen a lot of people emailing us saying, hey, thanks for keeping the challenges going. I've now brought my family in to participate. So this latest challenge that we put together was for families as well in recognition that, hey, we're all together. How do we work together and, and help take care of ourselves through this really hard time that is stressful and demanding on us right now? One of the things that excited me most about working with Khalees is she has an appreciation for thinking outside the box. And that's one of the things that I have been doing with Deerfield over the past 20 years. They've sort of been my guinea pigs and I've been practicing on them. And, you know, we're open to making it as personal and meaningful and make it matter to the staff and the districts that we're working with. So for example, I did a complete remodel of uh, our makeover of our teacher's lounge a couple years ago. And, you know, for 18 years, I sat in a room with white cement walls and furniture literally from 1978. I mean, I was five when they probably put it in there. There's my age, age, everyone. (laughs) uh, You know, and I said to Khalees, I was just like, you, you can't imagine what it's like to see these teachers come in the, the new lounge room and have comfortable seating and, you know, baskets full of necessities, fingernail files, um, you know, cough drops, little chocolates, paper towel, you know, we bought um, a beautiful long dining room table that we all got to sit around in comfy chairs when, you know, we were lucky enough, if we could, you know, go in there and have our 20, 25 minute lunch. And so I think that's another thing that Steeping Wallace is doing is kind of thinking outside the box. What are some fun and creative ways that we can bring self-care to teachers? And it wasn't too long after that that Khalees called and said, hey, painting our teacher's lounge, come help me design this room, you know? And, and so I love the fact that we're able to just do some unique things that people really might not be thinking of right now that can add to an educator's day to, to de-stress, you know, instead of prepping at their desk, you know, that could be used as a bomb shelter because it's metal again from like the 50s. Um, they're able to go into the lounge and, and have a little, you know, serenity, serenity now. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty cool. So does that mean that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I'm understanding is a school district would have to contact you and basically ask for your services or what would what would a school district have to do to get the services of Steeping Wellness? So we used to have packages that were really, um, here's what this package is, here's what this package is, like a menu of services. And we've kind of moved away from that because everyone is so unique. So how it looks is a district will contact us, tell us that they're interested in working with us, give us a brief overview on what they're thinking they want. But we end up going in and talking, talk to them about where are they currently at? What have they done? What is their vision? And through that, we can bring in our expertise and our knowledge and help create what they need. Yeah. And, and then figure out how do we work together to make this vision become a reality. So, and, you know, Henry, I just wanted to add too, I think yeah, yeah. what we talked before about um, districts being very data driven. And so that's, that's something that Kalisa and I um, 
are really, you know, responsive to, we can use the data that a district either currently has or that we can gather and really fine tune that menu of services for them. So we worked with a district where their top, one of their top three stressors for their educators right now was their financial wellness. You know, they, they didn't know what credit scores are or how they're going to pay off their student loan. And, and so when we put together that professional development opportunity, we brought in an expert to talk to those teachers, kind of a financial wellness 101. And so, you know, that's, that's also what I like is that it's, it's going to matter to those districts when we do bring our services to them. And then Kalise is fabulous at tracking data in terms of how many of those staff members are using our services. So in the end, we can go back to them and say, hey, we had 40% or 60% participation by your members. And hopefully that'll justify them, you know, hiring us on for an additional year. Okay, so say that I'm an individual teacher and maybe my school district may not may not necessarily be on board with with you know with hiring steeping wellness but can i as an individual get the services from steeping wellness so another one of my crazy ideas that then <laughs> Kalis is supportive of she's she's the make the one that makes them happen but i thought you know right now our country is so like subscription based motivated right like the subscription platform has just taken off. And I said, there are going to be those districts. And I'm so glad you brought that up um, that, you know, they just, they might not have the money at this time, or that's just not, you know, something that they're focused on at the current moment. So we're hoping in the next few weeks, even to develop some type of a subscription membership platform that an individual teacher could, you know, have a monthly or a yearly um, agreement with us that we could provide services for them. You know, Kalise, you can add what that might look like, but, you know, we're still thinking of including them in some of the, the work that we're doing, whether it's delivering daily motivational messages through text, it could be um, giving them our monthly challenges, newsletters, maybe um, bringing on board somebody that could offer some support in terms of improving their nutrition or, you know, a, a fitness trainer. You know, I mean, I, I think all of that would be really appealing and beneficial to teachers that kind of need some, some personal self-care that aren't able to get that where they're at. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think kind of another way to look at that question um, and as far as how Steeping Wellness could help support a person, like, you know, we've, we have friends who are the wellness champions in their district. And if their district isn't open to hiring us or hiring someone to do that position, we have been coaching some of those, those champions to hear some next steps and hear some resources to help get your board or get your administration on the same page as far as the need for wellness for staff and wellness programming. So we're kind of trying to look at it two ways is if we are not the ones in there doing it, how can we either help coach people to bring more of the wellness opportunities to their staff? And if that's not an option or not something that they have the place um, capacity to do right now, how can we help them personally still get our services without having it throughout the entire district? Got it. (laughs) 
so I want to transition on to the uh, the topic of the pandemic because that's you know that's kind of the series that we're on and that is that's basically what's the most relevant at the moment. So all schools at the moment are closed, and I know that a lot of teachers are feeling overwhelmed and and there's all there, there's a lot of challenges I guess that we're all trying to work towards and, and trying to work through. I'm sorry. So what are you seeing in terms of the need? of educators through steeping wellness what what are you seeing the most that educators need right now i think the biggest thing that educators need right now is very similar to what they've always needed which is to take care of themselves and it's so hard as educators to do that because we are so we're fixers we want to help everyone else and now more than ever is the time that we need to take some breaths for ourselves and and refuel and refill our own cup we're, I was just reading an article that was talking about how in this pandemic, we are in crisis mode and adrenaline is fueling us. And eventually the adrenaline runs out. And then what are we left with? And what we are left with is whatever we've put into ourselves. There are so many people, you know, Pam and I have different situations where I'm, I'm at home with a family. I have three kids that I'm doing my work and trying to get them through their work as well. And, and there are struggles with that. You know, in terms of the COVID-19 and the work that we're doing, I think the Facebook group that Colleen created is amazing. And one of the ways that, you know, Kalise and I and Steeping Wellness are able to help is just giving educators a space to feel their feelings and know that it's okay. And, you know, as we read through some of the challenges that these educators are facing, whether it be with technology or just lack of support at home of their students, you know, I think, I think just having that space and us there validating their feelings and letting them know that it's okay to not be okay and that we hear you and we feel you. And Kalisa and I, with 30 plus years of educational experience together, while we haven't been in this exact situation, We've still been in classrooms and in districts when um, events have happened that have brought something traumatic to a district, whether it be, um, you know, 9-11 or just, you know, maybe a suicide um, in a building or in a district, you know, so we, we kind of have that experience and I'm just, I'm just grateful to be a part of the group during this time to be able to offer the support of um, just giving them a space, like I said, to, to know it's okay to, to feel the highs and the lows and the, the questioning and the uncertainty. I guess an addition that I would add is for our clients that are currently under contract with us, we've increased our newsletters. We usually do a monthly newsletter. We've increased those to bi-monthly. So they're getting more support. Things change all the time with this, right? We went, if we look at where we were at two weeks ago, to where we're at today in the pandemic, they're totally different and the needs shift. So as a result, we've kind of felt what was going on and said, how do we help support? And with the newsletter, we have tips like mental health during quarantine and um, tips for working from home and balancing everything and giving yourself grace just to help the ongoing support. And as things change, we need to be ready to bob and weave and be there to help support all of the teachers and really everyone who's going through this because it's obviously it's a unique situation what educators are going through but this is obviously a big impact for everyone and i think one thing that's nice too is you know um our social media presence isn't just you know we're not exclusive we're inclusive and so we have 
small business owners that are following our page. And, you know, last week our theme was circle of control. And I had friends, you know, reach out that are either employers or employees and, you know, asking for permission. Can I share this? Can I use this? Thank you. You know, so, so what we are offering, you know, it's not just for educators. And I think that's, what's making us feel really good right now too. We're seeing, you know, a need for, um, for this to come to the corporate world as well. Oh, wow. That's really cool. So is that, is that uh, something you're planning to do? Like, like incorporate more in your services into the corporate world, or is that something you're already doing? Our focus will always be on education because that's where our passion lies. However, there's a need everywhere for this. this. This is where the whole movement is going. And I think this pandemic is bringing it out more than ever. So there are definitely ways that we are starting to step into um, the corporate world to help support those people as well. Two weeks ago, we had the opportunity to donate a steeping studio, which is kind of our version of a relaxation room. And we donated it to a local hospital for their healthcare workers to oh, have a cool. space to go and relax. So while our, our main uh, focus is on educators right now, it's also on healthcare workers because they need the support right yeah. now also. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, everyone needs the help. So our, you know, Pam mentioned our social media and that's there for anyone to follow, whether you're an educator or a healthcare provider or not, we're always there to help support you in whatever way we can. If someone wants to learn more about the services that you provide or they want to contact you, you mentioned your social media pages. Maybe you want to give that a little shout out. Sure. So Facebook is definitely where we post the most information. So that's the, the best way to follow us. We're also on Instagram. We try and put everything on Instagram as well. If people have questions and want to contact us, our website, which is steepingwellness.com, would be a great place for them to go. There's a contact page on there. And like I said, we used to have more of what our packages were on there. And it's just everything has become so customized that we didn't want to give people ideas and have them stuck as to what exactly it has to look like. We really want it to work best for them. So um, if people are having questions, totally, we would love to hear from them. Um, reach out and we'll, we'll make sure that we make contact. Great. And your um, Facebook page, I know, is uh, just if you search for Steeping Wellness on Facebook, you'll find it. And yes. your Instagram and uh, or Instagram, just Instagram? I think we do have Twitter, but our Instagram is Steeping W. Steeping W. Got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, well, before I start asking you the rapid fire questions, is there anything else you'd want your listeners to know about you and your practices? You know, I think the biggest thing that I was thinking of talking about here was about how we're not just for educators, we're also here to help other people. So I, I feel like we already got it. Pam, did you have anything? You know, the only other thing that I would add that we didn't really get to is one of my goals too is to bring more teachers back to the profession. Right now, Wisconsin, along with other states, is experiencing a mass exodus of educators. And we could talk for hours on all of the reasons for that. But what really excites me is I think Kalisa and I are onto something in that if I was, you know, if I did choose to go into education, you know, and I was young and I was obviously I had my pick because there's so many openings and vacancies now. I would want to go with a district that valued me and my health 
I would choose a district that is a destination district that has something in place or a program like, you know, a really great culture in terms of working with somebody like Steeping Wellness. And so I'm hoping that, you know, we can kind of do our part to shift more people into education, take care of those teachers that are currently in education and not, not have them leaving, leaving the profession. So I, I just wanted to add that as well. Yeah, that's great. And that, to me, that I'm very flattered by that because that's also one of the things that I'm hoping to do with this podcast is to either retain teachers or to recruit them, you know, and expose some of the the things that we're doing in education and some of the resources that are are available to, you know, to keep us motivated. So, And, and And it makes a difference. I was lucky. I worked in a district that had a district administrator that, that really cared, you know, and she, she valued, you know, time off and mental health days and she got it. You know, if you're sick, regardless of the reason you stay home and we want to bring that, that mindset, you know, to other districts as well, because it's, they're going to retain their teachers, like you said, and it's just going to trickle down and, and it's going to be really a, a better place for everybody to spend their days. All right. Well, that was the episode with Pam and Khalees. We're going to finish this off by asking you some rapid fire questions. Now, the tricky thing behind this is that there are two of you. So normally what I have people do is, uh, and I think this is going to be something similar, but I'm going to ask you a question and I just want you to answer with the very first thing that pops into your head. Okay. So question number one, coffee or tea? Tea. I'm both. It just depends on the day. Okay. I wish I, I would say tea over coffee. <laughs> okay. Uh, name your favorite book. White Fragility. Baby Proof. Caramel or chocolate? Caramel. Caramel. Are you more of a dog or a cat person? Dog. Hate pets. <laughs> that was strong. Yeah. <laughs> hate. An aggressive hate pets. Sorry. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite movie? Breakfast Club. I have so many. I don't, I I love movies. I love a lot of them. I can't pick one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, If that's the case, then who would play you in the movie of your life? Jenna Elfman, Dharma. Oh my God, that is right on. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I would say Julia Roberts. What other profession would you be doing if it's not what you're doing now? I would be selling something. I love sales. I love that challenge. I love convincing people they need something. I always wanted to sell cars. I really did. All, all respect to that profession. I would say probably a doctor. What's the best gift you've ever received? My children. Super cliche, but honestly. And that's not the gift you were talking about, but I got to say it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, my best friend and husband. But I will say my, the best gift I ever got was a sleeping bag. I think I was in third grade and my parents were divorced and we went to my dad's for Christmas and he bought me the Western Ken doll and the Barbie swimming pool. And, and I, and I got home to be with my mom and on the floor were two little sleeping bags, one for my sister and one for me. And that was all she could afford. And to this day, I, I just, I I think about that sleeping bag and what it, what it meant that, that year. What's your favorite holiday? I think 4th of July. I love everyone being together. No pressure. It's just fun. It's warm. All right. I'm selfish. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do when no one's home? 
take a bath when it's quiet. No one is here. Honestly, I, for me, I'm very lucky. I live downtown Madison across from the Capitol and I call it my, I check out the city. And so I just, I look out my windows or I go out on the patio and I, I watch people and I check out the city. Okay. And lastly, what do you call a camel with no humps? A horse? Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey. <laughs> nice. Humphrey from Henry. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. The conversation was fun and I really admire the work that you do. Thank you both for joining me. And, and uh, I, hope, I hope you get a lot, of, uh, a lot more people calling you and, and requesting your services. Hey, and Henry, I mean, huge mad love back to you for seeing what Kalise and I do and valuing it and believing in our mission and our passion, which is to just take care of people. Take yes. care of people. Yes, absolutely. I, I believe so in the much, same Henry. thing. I'm so I, grateful for you and this opportunity. Yeah, thank you both. Okay, well, um, I'm sure... I'm sure we'll be in touch plenty. If you ever need anything from me, you have my email address and I'll be sure to reach out to you if I ever need the same. Love it. All right. <laughs> All, right. All right. Y'all take care. Thank you as always for staying to the very end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Pam and Khalees. Remember that you can always contact me through email at the education movement 20 at gmail.com or through facebook instagram and twitter at edu movement 20 i'm happy to hear your suggestions for how to make this show better and lastly be sure to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you stream your podcast so that you never miss an episode until then friends remember to stay healthy stay safe spread love and spread hope peace